smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hello everyone i'm molik from mint's personal finance team in today's episode of why not mint money i'll be speaking with atul singhal founder and ceo of scriptbox which is a digital wealth management platform founded in 2012 scriptbox has been on an acquisition spree and recently entered into a partnership with Wealth Managers, a Pune-based wealth management firm. Today, Atul will be speaking to us about their business model, what they offer to customers, and their acquisition strategy. Let's hear it from him. Hi, welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started on your money journey. Yeah, hi Atul, good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. So, I will of course uh, be talking to you about Scriptbox's latest partnership, but I'd like to start with a few questions about your business. Can you just explain, you know, your business model and uh, also explain how does uh, Scriptbox make money? So, ours is a simple business model. Uh, uh, we're a wealth manager. We help people uh, manage their money or manage their wealth for the long term or for their goals, right? So, classical uh, understand a customer's needs, create a portfolio using asset allocation, fund selection, uh, execute on that portfolio and uh, manage it on an ongoing basis, review it quarterly, right? So we are a classical, what a wealth manager should do, right? It's our fiduciary responsibility to uh, obviously spend time understanding where a customer's current situation is, how much money do they have, do they have sufficient insurance, have they saved up enough for their children's education? And all of this is driven by science and math. Right, you can do this on the platform. Obviously, as we as we gather made more data about more customers, we're able to customize those models. Like our asset allocation model is back tested for 40 years. How much should be international? How much should be precious metals? How much should be equity? How much should be debt aligned to your particular risk portfolio? So a lot of people confuse digital with online. Okay. Uh, they're actually completely different things. Online is a channel on top of a physical business. Digital is science, math, data, algorithms, analysis, technology, online. So online is just a channel, but it's the DNA of the organization, which is completely data-driven, which uses science, math, and its processes, which is what digital is about. So we're a digital wealth manager, which takes classical wealth management, applies digital to it at a philosophical level, and trans and disrupts it. So we create these portfolios and then we execute and then reviewing this every uh, every quarter, right? Because your circumstances might change, the markets might move. And we do this at the total family wealth level because a lot in India, wealth is a family matter. So, you know, so I still have one specific question relating to your business model. So I believe you have a mutual fund distribution license. You also are registered as an investment advisor with SEBI. Yes. So between these two, businesses if you could give me a sense on you know which part of this which part of between these two businesses which part you know contributes more to your uh, business in terms of uh, revenue which is a bigger chunk for you i think we should just first take a step back from that uh, so i think uh, mutual fund distribution and ri are revenue mechanisms right this business model which you're calling actually our business model is exactly the same we are wealth managers now the customer has a choice to come and tell us Will I pay you directly by becoming an RIA customer? I'll write you a check. Or hey, on my behalf, go and collect money from the from the manufacturer. So our set of services is exactly the same. Obviously, compliant to the extent requirement, who's talking to customers and what agreements we have in place. But our purpose is exactly the same. Helping our customers manage their wealth systematically. 
right so i don't think we should confuse business model with revenue models revenue okay. models are overhang of the regulation right so okay. today our customers have a choice they can either choose to be uh, allow us to collect uh, uh, distribution fees or commissions from the manufacturer or tell us hey i want to be an advisory client i'll pay you a fee on a regular basis we give the customer choice obviously there's no question of double dipping very transparently we'll make money on one of the two sides so between these two parts uh, could you give some rough uh, percentages on which part of your business contributes to how much of your revenue it used to be it used to be 80 20 till recently uh, we uh, as the strategic partnership uh, we obviously as more of a mfd business uh, uh it'll become 90 10 so basically 90 is the distribution uh, yes. business and uh, 10% is the uh, advisory business uh, 90% is commission based 10% is fee based uh also again i've gone through like your website so there are a whole lot of uh, you know products that you have for mutual funds you have like very detailed recommended uh, schemes and what not uh when i go to uh, fixed deposits nps and life insurance i see that you have tied up with a few partners So, uh, and uh, in case of stocks, you know, there's a requirement that you have a DMAT account with Zeroda. So, just wanted to understand for all these products, basically for uh, non-mutual fund products, all your customers will basically be choosing products only that you know uh, with respect to the specific partners that you have partnered with. At this point in time, so again, this is a journey. Uh, we are on our journey. Uh, obviously, we are much more mature. Uh, in our capabilities on the mutual fund side we've got our algorithm which have been back tested for years mm -hmm. so currently we've built the piping for other products for customers to buy as we build out the research capabilities and our own ability to solve for them we'll add them we'll add a wider basket so it's a journey at this point in time okay so in fact that kind of brings me to my next question uh, you know scriptbox kind of started out in 2012 and uh, you know you are perhaps the oldest mutual fund platform you know by that uh, logic because management platform i'll correct you again yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, in the meanwhile you know a lot of other mutual fund platforms have also come up so just want to understand that you know uh, you know what has scriptbox been up to in all these years and you mentioned that you know suddenly there's been a big surge in your aum but if i talk about between 2012 and now you know was there like a stagnation phase in between and you know what happened so i don't think we've ever had stagnation now EGR has been hundred. This is a these are compounding businesses compound over time, right? Uh, and I think we should also clarify that we are the only true wealth manager. Most other are transaction platforms which allow you to buy and sell uh, mutual funds. So their mindset is about convenience and and transactions. We've always said we'll take a more long term view of your wealth. So even when we launched Scriptbox, uh, say ten eleven years ago, uh, though I said we had four funds, they were very heavily curated. So what was our rationale? We were targeting early savers, people getting started, 28, 30 years old. We said you should be investing in equity for your long-term wealth. So we've expanded our product portfolio aligned to our customer requirements. As our customers are now more mature, they're looking for more holistic portfolio solutions. So then we move to that. So I don't think we've ever stagnated. We've grown at a certain pace, uh, quite comfortably so. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, over the last two years, we've accelerated our growth by uh, consolidating some of the offline players into an online solution, uh, which is where we are today. and uh, you know uh, so today you know your aum is around 12000 crores how much of it has uh, you know uh, come through acquisitions what part of it is the inorganic uh, thing that's come uh i would say about 8000 or so would be depends again what also happens is that we acquire a business but we are able to grow it very fast of all the acquisitions we have done till now 
if in a 12 month period we have been able to double them right so we are able to unleash the the whole power of the acquisition strategy or the actually i wouldn't even call it acquisition the whole power of the uh investment strategy we have is that we are able to uh serve customers of a higher ticket size and mm-hmm. give them the power to grow their money if i include the latest transaction mm-hmm. we'll be about 8000 crores would be required okay so about 8000 crores will be the one uh, through acquisitions and about 4000 is the organic growth essentially yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. And uh, again, like so, you know, we've highlighted about how there's been this surge in growth that's happened. Um, uh, for the organic, like you know, what you have seen growth on your own platform. What has changed in the last three, four years, or you know, what what's where's like you know, could you explain some factors for you know what's driven the growth? So I think it's about the product mix you bring in, right? Mm-hmm. So earlier we were obviously targeting early savers. You we were very focused on getting new customers. So about two and a half years ago, we decided we'll do more with our existing customers. So the whole platform changed to becoming a deeper engagement platform. So things like portfolio audit, a one home for all your wealth, uh, second opinion, uh, insurance analysis, uh, larger set of uh, curated portfolios. All of that led to uh, typical ticket sizes of our customers growing two and a half, three x. So our like for like customers have grown very rapidly because we are able to do more with existing customers. So if you see our strategy presentation, which we use, we have a three pillar strategy. First pillar of the strategy is do more of the existing customers. So keep understanding them better, uh, adding more solutions, figuring out their needs, going deeper share of wallet. Second is obviously our roll up strategy or our partnership strategy. We find like-minded players uh, who then can benefit from a digital platform, uh, more science, et cetera. And thirdly is obviously, uh, see what is the reality is that digitization is the future. Customers who are used to an offline relationship manager will look for a better experience. So whether they come to us from banks, whether they come from other IFAs, they come to us. So these three pillars of our strategy are very simple. It's not a very complex strategy. You do more with your custom customers, you make your product better, make them sticky, get higher share of wallet. And our typical uh, ticket sizes have grown 3x for our existing customers uh, over the time of the strategy. Uh, so now actually coming to the acquisitions and the partnerships bit, so you've just announced a strategic partnership with uh, Wealth Managers India, which uh, I believe is a Pune-based wealth management firm, and they focus on high net worth and ultra high net worth individuals and also corporates. So just want to understand what exactly you know will this partnership involve and how will it help uh, Scriptbox? I think it'll help customers more than anybody else. I think mm-hmm. we are who are we? Uh, we are insignificant in the entire picture. We believe uh, we learn a lot. Uh, I mean, wealth managers, Bharat and Ajit are probably the most seasoned uh, team in the country. Uh, if you if you know the industry, you surely know them. Like, and if you talk to a few people, you realize they are probably the most respected uh, practitioners of wealth management in the country. Uh, and we are privileged to have them on our team. Uh, they have joined, decided to join hands. They believe. Digitization is the future. They believe they can serve a broader set of customers mm-hmm. through our offerings. They can give their customers better experiences. We believe we can learn a lot from them about how to manage, uh, how to build better digital solutions for uh, HNI, Ultra HNI customers. So I think it's a marriage made in heaven okay. uh, just to do more for more customers. Okay. So, like, you know, you've also acquired, you know, other investment advisory firms. So you acquired Mitras, you acquired Upwardly. Uh, I also believe there was uh, an acquisition of a mutual fund distributor. Eight so, more. Uh, there are seven more of them uh, okay. in the pipeline, which have been done. Which, so, okay. the wealth managers are 10th transaction. 
Okay, and of these uh, eight were like mutual fund distributors. You're saying all were all of them are MFDs. Only one RIA, which was Mitra's. Okay. Oh, okay. So except for Mitra's, all others are uh, mutual fund distributors. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So basically, this whole acquisition strategy that you have is it essentially with the idea of, of course, uh, you know, getting more clients. or is there also something more than client acquisition are you also looking at uh, you know imbibing some expertise from you know the entities that you are uh, kind of you know merging into scriptbox so i think there are three things which which we benefit from obviously we we are able to serve a larger set of customers with existing aum and help them grow their money so which is obviously a powerful thing given our model second is geographical presence this is uh, we are a digital business we are a digital first company but there are customers with higher ticket sizes who require some kind of a presence so today we are in 10 cities thanks to our various acquisitions uh lastly but most importantly we learn i mean uh, i'm bald and and and, and old but uh, yeah still open to learning so we are con- continuously refining our uh, portfolio management models we are con- uh we con- uh, we are constantly uh, learning from how to do things better plus also we are able to some uh, on a chosen basis acquire some great talent uh so atul yeah that's about it from my side uh so thanks very much uh, for your time and thanks for you know answering all the questions lovely thank you and would love to hear your i'm sure uh, kritika and they'll be in touch with you in terms of the story so that's it for now listeners thanks for tuning in if you have any personal finance questions You can email them to us at mintmoney@livemint.com, or you can reach out to me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Malik underscore Madhu. That is M A U L I K underscore M A D H U. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.